Hello and welcome to another episode of Vipers Voices, the podcast from the Desert Vipers, a side playing in the DP World ILT20 in the UAE. Coming up, we have an in-depth chat with the squad's seam bowling coach, Azza Mahmood, the former Pakistan all-rounder. Azza gives us the background on the three Pakistan players the franchise has signed for Season 2, Shaheen Sharafridi, Shadab Khan and Azam Khan, all of whom he knows well, and he also explains the qualities of the bowlers he worked with in Season 1, including England's latest debutante, fast bowler Gus Atkinson. As ever then, plenty of great chat coming up, so let's get cracking. We spoke with Azza in between his work for the Oval Invincibles alongside Desert Vipers director of cricket Tom Moody and strength and conditioning coach Darren Vaness and helping to supervise Surrey's run to the line in the county championship. And he gave us chapter and verse on the Pakistan trio, all set to slot into the Vipers squad in the new year. And as far as he's concerned, in Shaheen Shah Afridi, the franchise has secured an absolute diamond. He is a phenomenal talent. Uh, you know, he was under 19. I worked with him throughout. Any Anywhere in the world, you see him, Shaheen Shah, running in and, you know, give everything to the team, to the environment. You want people like him in in your dressing room. He's basically not a captain, but he's a leader. And with Shadab Khan, Azza says his ability and his confidence was there for the world to see as far back as the final of the ICC Champions Trophy in 2017. The amount of confidence he has, if you remember against India, the leg before left-hander Yuvraj Singh's when he take the review and said to the captain on a bad first, you can tell the confidence which he had on his ability and a cricketing knowledge. I think he's one of the best all-rounder in the world at the moment. Azam Khan is a player who Azza has known since he was a young boy, as he's the son of Azza's former Pakistan teammate, Moin Khan. And he's a player who Azza has plenty of time for. You know, like, he's a great timer of the ball. You know, like, when I saw him, when he was really young, uh, watch him bat, you know, like, he he's a great timer of the ball. I've seen him, I was lucky enough to have him in Islamabad side last year and the year before. And his impact with the game, he's, uh, he knows his game really well. And understanding of the game and the way he finished few, few of the games, you know, like, he was very calm, calculated, he knows Another player that Azza has worked with for several years now is England's newest fast bowling sensation, Gus Atkinson. His rise won't be a surprise to Vipers fans after the first season of the ILT20, and it isn't a surprise to Azza either. You know, like he makes things look so easy. His run-up is so nice and smooth, and you know the snap he gets at the bounce he gets from his snap. You know, he's quicker than you think. He's Clock 94, 95 miles this uh, this year at 100. And last year when he was uh, taking the new ball uh, for us and he bowled some good spells in it. So, you know, like he's work in progress, but I'm really, really excited to see him and Shaheen Shah really running in for Desert Viper this summer. And Azza predicts a bright future for the bowler who was originally only coming to Dubai to be a net bowler for the Desert Vipers before he was elevated to be a mainstay of the side in season one. 
doesn't wipe our environment is really positive. If you see the 100 environment is really positive and in positive environment which uh, Gus will spend time and he will get better and better and uh, sky is the limit. So I'm pretty sure, you know, like the right guidance will help him to go and achieve his goals. All this and plenty more besides then, coming up next with Desert Vipers seam bowling coach Azam Mahmood. When we spoke with Azza, we started off by asking him what he's been up to since the end of Season 1 of the ILT20 when the Vipers lost in the final to the Gulf Giants. Yeah, after stayed away after that, I went to Islamabad for Islamabad United for PSL. Then came back to uh, the UK working with Surrey, yeah, Championship, T20. And then, uh, then now we just finished 100 and we are back into the last month of the season for county championship and we running for the race to win it back to back this year so still 27 points ahead three games everybody has three games left so hopefully we can do this uh, again this year as well you mentioned about the fact that um, you've been involved in the 100 and you and your fellow Desert Vipers off-field staff. There was Tom Moody, uh, the director of cricket, and Darren Vaness, the strength and conditioning coach, all working with the Oval Invincibles who won the men's 100. What was that experience like? Uh, it's been fantastic. You know, atmosphere in that uh, Oval Invincible dressing room was uh, brilliant, uh, especially won by... Uh, director of Desert Viper and head coach of Oval Invincible, Tom Moody. It was really, really great feeling, you know, when you come into the dressing room because this is the third season, it was the third season, but, you know, we never make it to the finals. And uh, this time around, you can see the vibe and you can see the confidence, you can see the body language, uh, which we have uh, throughout the tournament on and off the field was was really, really good. And that's why everybody gelled together. Even we had a lot of players coming in and going. But every single person we uh, recruit and he's uh, performed really well and gel with that environment really, really well. At the Invincibles uh, and with your other role with Surrey, you've been working with Tom Curran and Gus Atkinson. Let's talk about them both, as both were key players for the Vipers in Season 1. First of all, Tom, well, he took the headlines with his batting throughout the 100 and especially in the final when he batted superbly to spearhead his side's recovery from a seemingly impossible position. Now, I know Tom was keen last season to bat as high as possible. How good a batter is he now, do you think? If you see his recent record, you know, like in terms of batting, you know, like uh, I think he's on a different level. Uh, Stats, I'm not a stats man, but if you see the averages and strike rate and winning games uh, with the bat, yes, he has the ability uh, with the ball, but with the bat, you know, he's on a different level. And uh, you see last year he played few games for uh, for Desert Viper. We saw him winning the game in county cricket T20 games and you know like this year uh, you mentioned the final the innings we were uh, we were down I think 30 for 5 and the way he him and Jimmy Nisham bat unbelievable you know like his ball striking hitting the ball running well running between the wicket really really well so those sort of things you know like take him to a different level and you know unfortunately he lost his spot 
uh, from the England side. But after having said that, uh, that innings, you know, Butler really admired his inning and he's mentioned his batting as well. And because of injuries and um, he had a stress fracture last year coming back and this year after after Desert Viper, you know, like when he was with me in Islamabad, he had a little bit stress response, I would say, not fracture. But, you know, he recovered well. He worked really hard, as you mentioned, with Des. Uh, he's a SNC guy and uh, he worked really hard with him, worked hard on his bowling and skill with me. So, you know, like he's a phenomenal cricketer. You you want and and you want player like him in your team and he's a competitor, you know, like there's never a dull moment when he, he likes challenges, he likes fighting on the field. So that's what uh, Tom Curran is all about. Does he give the side an extra option, maybe at, at the top of the order in the first uh, first five? Uh, is there a possibility that he's playing well enough to be pushed up the order? Yeah, you can you can do that. Uh, you can push him any. You can play him anywhere, especially when, when the format is shorter. You know, like I remember when I was batting at seven, when I end up playing at number three, and my averages was you know high enough because you have more more of a time and you can uh, make your innings uh, the way you go. With him, you know, at the moment he's uh, people think you know okay, last thirty balls he needs to go and finish the game. And if he has opportunity wherever he plays, you know, if any franchise or anywhere where he can build his inning, where, where he can attack the opposition baller, you know, uh, go a b- bit more time, you know, and and shorter format, you know, the best time to bat is softball, anyway. Uh, as you, as you know, this is the best time to bat. So yeah, he, he has the ability, has the skill, and he he understands the game really well. So which is really really important, and he can bat uh, higher. It's all depend on the team combination and uh, team environment, which team he's played for. And in terms of Gus, well, he exploded into most people's consciousness with his bowling for the Vipers. But now he seems to have generated a lot of interest in the UK to the extent he's now with the England white ball squad. Just talk to us as at how he's developed and how fast is he now bowling? I'm really excited to see him playing for England very soon. And, you know, like when we signed him last year for Desert Vipers, you know, as you know, it was part of our thing when we got net bowlers coming from Surrey last year. So he was one of the net bowlers who was supposed to come to Surrey when we had the injury. So I've seen this guy last year, work with him. This is the first time in championship cricket he played back-to-back games, you know, like he's... He's confident about his body. He's confident about his uh, bowling now. Worked really hard since I joined Surrey with him for tactical side of things, mental side of things, and uh, even the physical side of things with Daz. You know, he worked really hard. We all knew the potential and talent he has. We just need to guide him in the right path. And I'm I'm glad, you know, like with our guidance, you know, he's going into the right uh, path and you're playing for England right now in white ball cricket. But I always mention to him, you know, playing test match cricket is your ultimate goal for England. You know, like that's where the everything I'm looking at that. Yes, franchise cricket, more money and, you know, more glamour come into play. But, you know, like it's, it's like a test match cricket because, you know, like he makes things Looks so easy. His run-up is so nice and smooth. And, you know, the snap he gets at the bounce he gets from his snap. You know, he's quicker than you think. He's clocked 94, 95 miles this, uh, this year at 100. And last year when he was uh, 
taking the new ball uh, for us, and he bowled some good spells in it. So, you know, like his work in progress, but I'm really, really excited to see him and Shaheen Shah really running in uh, for Desert Vipers this summer. Well, there's a lot of talk about Gus going with England this winter rather than being with the Vipers. Do, does that surprise you at all? And, and how much did his time with the Vipers last season help his development? I think definitely his uh, and with Vipers, you know, playing in that. Uh, before that, we sent him to play T10. And then with the Vipers, you know, working with me throughout that time, you know, after the county season with that, with his fitness, and then mood, you know, and another voice who knows his bowling really well and, you know, like uh, telling him the same sort of thing which we were saying to him, you know, for a different voice. For Desert Viper, he took the new ball and bowled really well. And definitely, you know, like uh, any cricket, any environment, you know, which is positive environment, Desert Viper environment is really positive. If you see the 100 environment is really positive. Any positive environment which uh, Gus will spend time and he will get better and better. And uh, sky is the limit. So I'm pretty sure, you know, like the right guidance will help him to go and achieve his goals. You worked with a lot of terrific seam bowlers uh, at the Vipers. So let's talk uh, about the ones who are rejoining for season two. We've spoken about Gus. We've spoken about uh, Tom already. But there's also Matisha Patirana, Luke Wood, Sheldon Cottrell. How much did you enjoy uh, working with those guys? And let, let, let's let's talk about Matisha first of all. Yeah. Such an unusual action. Uh, what was your role there as coach? You know, like first time I met him uh, and saw him last year bowling in IPL. You know, first time I met him, the guy he's a he's a very competitive guy. You know, wants to learn each and everything about the game, and uh, I think he he, he got a. a you can say a mini Malinga in that regard with his action and, you know, like uh, the way he bowls. So, yeah, he has a lot of potential. Last year, we worked uh, really hard with him about his control of the ball, uh, which you see during the IPL, he bowled some good spell as well. And for us as well, you know, like uh, the one thing he needs to understand with the new ball, you know, like it's an illusion where he released the ball and, you know, people think it's swing, but it's not a lot of swing, but it's just an illusion, you know, like coming because the ball released almost from umpire's chest height because the, the way he bowls and uh, it's, it's no massive swing, but it's, it's just an illusion. People get beat of that and he bowls really good joker with that. And um, with the new ball, it goes slightly away when the ball take the lacquer off and it's, that delivery come back in. It's like a Vakar Yunus Yorker at 90s, you know, like he needs to uh, he needs to understand when ball is new, where he start and where he needs to finish it. And then, then later on, you know, like, okay, where uh, when ball is not uh, swinging and going with the tail, where he needs to start and finish. And, you know, like, I, I think he's been working hard and he's been uh, doing really, really well. And I'm, I'm very glad and excited uh, last year to work with him and uh, looking forward to working with him again with a mature Matisha. Let's talk about Luke Wood now. He came into the tournament after matches had got underway. He replaced Tamar Mills. What were your impressions of Luke? We've seen Luke Wood for many years, you know, like he used one thing you can see him, whether he's bowling the first ball, whether he's bowling the 
last ball he will run in you know he will run in try to bowl quick and uh, what a cricketer he is you know like a, a phenomenal fielder he's so quick uh, just talking about bowling here but uh, you know like a fielding wise you know like he's so quick and you know like if, if you have the guy who can run in and bowl 90 miles an hour with a swing as as we saw this year he was taking the new ball and bowling like uh, swinging in swinging yorker and hitting people in a t20 game you know on a head is remarkable um, thing because he's he's not a tall guy like shaheen shah afridi but he's a very skitty and slippy customer and you know like all those guys were we spoke about you know like their attitude their their hunger to do well and um, and hunger to learn I think these all guys have hunger to learn and this is really really important and as a coach I'm really glad you know like people want to learn and you know like I, I'm glad I, I'm I'm going to pass my experience and knowledge to these guys and these guys can take it uh, from the uh, another level so that's as a coach my responsibility to guide them and uh, tell them uh, tactically uh, technical point of view and all those things to help them and they can go and uh, achieve uh, what their goals are for their domestic team international teams. Well you mentioned about uh, your role as a coach there. I'll be interested to hear what you have to say about working with Sheldon Cottrell because Sheldon's obviously a very experienced player now, someone who knows his own game inside out. What is your role in that situation? You know Sheldon has been a uh, really experienced player around the world playing T20. He knows his ga- game really well. So you don't have to do too much technical stuff you know a little bit tweak here and there but you know like tactical point of view you know like okay how are you going to bowl how are you going to set up the batsman and what sort of things you know you have to do and he's a very quiet guy you know he he knows what he's he's doing and you know like whenever last year i remember whenever he not sure about certain players so he come and ask about in the team meeting and what where's his friend where's his weakness and stuff like that so and and you know like he is he is a soldier that's why we call him you know like he's he is phenomenal what he does what about the pakistan players then uh, as a uh, obviously three players coming on board shaheen sharafridi shadab khan and azam khan let's talk about them one by one first of all shaheen you and he go back uh, a few years i think don't you we picked him <laughs> if you remember you know uh, before the 2019 world cup uh, i think we were playing against uh, sri lanka we picked him first time in the test match and then we took him to south africa and uh, he is phenomenal talent uh, you know he was under 19 up worked with him throughout and uh, yeah, he's uh, I, i can say one of one one of my project is change shaf really when he's, he played under 19 cricket but he used to bowl out swinger never bowled Uh, in swinger we work hard on his in swing and uh, i'm the first one who said to him shaheen what about bowling yorker with the new ball and every time he takes a new ball and got success with that yorker but moving forward having said that but i have these conversation with him uh, when i see him and i'm really looking forward to working with him again every time he got ball in his hand he wants to take wickets okay so <laughs> he's a really really exciting prospect you know and uh, the amount of cricket he played you know like one of the best left arm seamer in the world at the moment uh, the passion the enthusiasm uh, he had throughout is phenomenal if you see him uh, captaining the side for lahore calendar or he's playing any anywhere in the world you see him change are running in and you know give everything to the team to the environment you want 
people like him in in your dressing room. He's basically not a captain, but he's a leader. So, what's your role as coach then in helping to get the best out of himself? Oh, I'm 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 always been in touch with him whenever he's a struggle or whenever he had issues. He called me, and you know we discuss on that. Yes, definitely now because he's he wants to take wickets, and I want him to bowl fuller. But when the ball is not swinging, then he needs to drag his length back a little bit, uh, not just uh, go every um, six yorker in first over. So you know, like he used to bowl like that. So we will have those sort of discussions when I see him face to face. When when I see him uh, during the net session, so we will have. Uh, lots of uh, discussion between us. Shadab Khan, he's a terrific all-rounder. What are his strengths? A uh, phenomenal player as well. My, uh, he is another leader, you know, uh, one of the best fielder in the world. Uh, I think having him and Hasaranga in the same team will boost our energy on the field as well. And, you know, like they both are competitors and both have a different sort of skill. You know, Shadab Khan, He's Islamabad captain. Worked with him in Pakistan when when I joined him. So uh, I was lucky enough to work with these guys, and we we built that Pakistan team, which is right now is doing really well. Uh, yesterday I was looking at that. So majority of the guys were part of Champions Trophy, which we won with Pakistan and 2019 World Cup. So now those guys, you know, like they were a young kid, and now they become become a man for for Pakistan cricket and Shadab Khan is a phenomenal the amount of confidence he has if you remember against India the leg before left-hander Yuvraj Singh when he take the review and set the captain on a pad first you can tell the confidence which he had on his ability and a cricketing knowledge I think he is one of the best all-rounder in the world at the moment and Azam Khan, uh, you played with his dad, Moen, which probably makes you feel very old. But uh, it also means you'll have seen Azam from uh, a very young age. He's a six-hitter, isn't he? How does he do it? You know, like, he's a great timer of the ball. You know, like, when I saw him when he was really young, uh, watch him bat, you know, like, he he's a great timer of the ball. And, I, yes, you mentioned his dad. Yes, we saw him, uh, Azam Khan, when he was... Uh, in his uh, pampers, you know. <laughs> so he's a, he's a phenomenal uh, cricketer. Uh, you know, like his cricketing ability, as you mentioned, he's a six-hitter. I've seen him, I was lucky enough to have him in Islamabad side last year and a year before. And his impact with the game, he's, uh, he knows his game really well. And understanding of the game, you know, like when he's uh, on the field, and the way he finished few few of the games, you know, like he was very calm, calculated. He knows when to attack. One of the game, I think, he hit four sixes to Shahid Afridi, and he was taking the game deep. And in the end, he took Shahid Afridi down this year as well. You know, like against uh, his father's team, quite a gladiators. So he took the game deep and uh, win the game. And uh, in the end, one of the six against Nasim Shah. Uh, out of the stadium, uh, he got a remarkable uh, talent, and yeah, I'm really uh, excited to see, see these guys. You know, I worked with uh, all of the three Pakistani guys before, and I'm looking forward to working with them again. Do you think the fact the Desert Vipers are the only side with Pakistan players gives the team a, an advantage heading into season two? I definitely uh, give them a lot of advantage because all 
two of these guys, you know, like Shaheen Shah Afridi and uh, Shadab played a lot of cricket on those pitches and didn't know those pitches and uh, understand how to bowl there, how to bat there. And that definitely helped. And, you know, bringing the different experience, different different culture to the dressing room will definitely, you know, like uh, enhance their game and they will come into that dressing room, uh, which is the environment, as you, as you know, that relaxed environment where it's not just relaxed, where you learn, where you take your game onto a different level is always a uh, help for any any cricketer. Now, among the players you've also worked with in Season 1 at the Desert Vipers was Ali Nazir, the UAE all-rounder. Since the tournament, he's become uh, established at 2020 international level and one-day international level for the UAE. He's even been opening the bowling. What have you made of his development? He's a very talented cricketer. You know, like last year when he was with us, we worked really hard on his bowling because we shortened his slightly one up. We tweaked a few things here and there. And, you know, towards the end, uh, he didn't play enough games. Oh, when he played, he didn't get opportunity to bowl because we have so many bowlers in our lineup. But, you know, like uh, at that time, we said, you know, like this is a guy with a lot of potential, have a good skills, and we have to keep him for the future, you know. And that's what our plan was with the Desert Viper. And then having said that, you know, like when he got a debut, he got back-to-back 50s uh, in uh, ODI cricket. And then uh, now he's taking the new ball for UAE. So I can tell you that he is a pro- genuine all-rounder. And what about the prospect of working with Baz de Leder, the the Dutch all-rounder? someone capable of bowling at around 140 kilometres an hour. He's got good variations too. He was outstanding in the Cricket World Cup qualifier in Zimbabwe in July, helping to spearhead the Netherlands towards the World Cup in India. He's an exciting prospect too, isn't he? Yeah, definitely. You know, like when you're doing so well for your country at big level, so that can tell you, you know, like your temperament, your skill level. And um, I might play with his dad, you know, in the past. But I'm, I'm really excited to be working with him because I never worked with him. And, uh, you know, like uh, I'll try my best to do what I can for him, you know, to enhance his game to a different level and help him um, what he wants to achieve. And maybe I can learn a few things from him. You know, like as you mentioned, he got a great variations. Do you think the Vipers are stronger than in season one? Yes, I think we are stronger than season one. And uh, we are one year older and we know what we have to do this year to win this tournament. You know, like what uh, we did, uh, mistake we did. And, you know, like it's, it's a learning for every single one of us. And, uh, you know, like yeah, definitely we are stronger. We are, we are more hungrier, I would say. And yes, we are looking forward to winning this competition. And if you see the on paper, uh, you can see, you know, like whatever we can do, we got all all the bases covered. In the end, you know, you can't play the game on the paper. You have to go and play uh, on the field and execute the plans on the field really well. If you do that, and if you keep doing your basic well over a long period of time, I think you will be, we will be all right. Well, all the teams have strengthened. Is there another team signing that has caught your eye or are you just focused on the Vipers uh, at this stage and uh, and you'll look at those other teams perhaps closer to uh, to the start of the ILT20? I think, uh, as you said, you know, I'm just focused on Vipers at the moment, you know, like because my thing is go 
tournament by tournament and see, you know, like what's in front of you, you know. Uh, it's no point thinking about the other teams, you know, they have this guy and this guy when you're far away from the tournament and you never know the injuries might into play or maybe the international duties or the NOCs uh, not available and you don't want to waste your energy at this point of time, you know, when the tournament is, uh, I think, four or five months away. But you can concentrate on your own thing, you know, if you can... If we can sort out our own things, our own plans and uh, everything and right track right now, so we, sh- we will be all right. And so what does the next few months look like for you before you join up with the Desert Vipers in January? Brian, this, is, this month is really important for us uh, because the championship, we can, we can um, win the championship back to back. We got a chance. We are 27 points ahead of the team uh, second. So, uh, give us a really good chance to win it. But as, as I said, you know, like uh, it's a pressure thing, you know, back, back to back winning championship is a big task. And how, and we have a uh, lot of players missing because of um, international duties, like Gus is not available for uh, Will Jackson, uh, maybe um, other players not available, and a lot of injuries as well. So, at this stage, this stage you know, looking forward to this month and then. Having a month of uh, taking my kids for pilgrim in October, October off, and then uh, two months with Surrey back, Surrey November, December, and then I'm off to Desert Viper. Asa Mahmood, the seam bowling coach of the Desert Vipers, who's not only optimistic about the side's prospects for the second season of the DP World ILT20, but he's also looking forward to working with a host of exceptionally talented players, both before and during the tournament. And that's it for another episode. If you have any comments on the podcast, then please feel free to get in touch with us at media at thedesertvipers.com. That's media at thedesertvipers.com. And remember, you can follow the team and get all the latest news as the build-up to Season 2 continues by hunting up the Desert Vipers on all the major social media channels and by visiting the website thedesertvipers.com. We'll be back with more Desert Vipers chat soon, but for now, this is Brian Murgatroyd, and as ever, thanks so much for listening.